Hey everyone, welcome to Be The Change. My name is Lily Mott, and today I'm going to be talking about how change comes when you find the cause that inspires you. This week's episode is going to highlight another educational nonprofit that is focused on supporting students, but this week the focus is on higher education. Braven is an organization committed to supporting underrepresented young people in their transition from college to their first jobs, which will then open more doors to new experiences and lasting careers. It is such an exciting accomplishment to graduate from college, but the question of what comes after those four years is a scary reality for seniors. Braven provides training and programming to support first-generation and low-income students through this transition. I spoke with Vince Marigna, who is the executive director of the Newark branch of Braven, and he told me about his experience with the organization and how he got involved with Braven in the first place. I started out my career as a high school English teacher with the organization Teach for America. I joined Teach for America because, like many folks, I grew up believing that education is the great equalizer. And I really wanted to work with students on helping them succeed in high school so that they could go off to college and then uh, launch into the world. And over the years, I realized that education can be a great equalizer, but that's not the full story. That there's much more involved into ensuring students launch into careers of their choice and lives of impact. And it involves social networks. It involves experiences that enable them to do that. And so I really saw this come to light. After I was a teacher, I moved into administration. And for years, we would talk with our kids about, you know, focus on your your work in, in school, go to college, get your degree, and you'll be set up. And then we started to notice many of our students were coming back from college with their degrees in hand and struggling to find a strong first job. And so I just was really motivated and passionate about that work and ensuring that students who are first in their families to go to college are actually able to put their degrees to work once they do graduate. My entire career has been in Newark. And so as I started to think a little bit more about what I wanted to do next, I learned about the work of Braven and became really inspired and was really honored to be asked to take on the role of executive director and help Braven expand its impact in the city of Newark as well as across the state. Vince identified a real need for change in America's higher educational system, and he followed his passion and commitment to making a change by joining the Braven team. I asked Vince to explain more about the mission of Braven, and this was his response. The overall point of Braven is that we are a career and leadership development accelerator. We work in partnership with universities across the country, as well as employer partners. And so the overall mission of Braven is really to focus on working with students from underrepresented backgrounds who are in college 
and they're working their way toward graduation to secure a strong first job, which will allow them to lead meaningful careers and lives of impact. And so the way that we measure our success is that there's an increased rate of securing high quality jobs or grad school admission within six months of graduation. Braven's primary form of engagement with students is through their credit-bearing course, which gives students the opportunity to network and develop professional skills while receiving credits from their school. Students are broken into small groups to work with local professional leadership coaches, and throughout the course, they develop roadmaps for their careers, engage in practice interviews, and receive one-on-one -on -one mentoring, all while developing important professional connections and relationships with their peers. As I learned more about Braven's programming, I noticed that they use the term education to employment gap as the issue they are trying to target. I asked Vince about the severity of this problem in the United States, and Vince described how this gap, which I really wasn't even aware of, affects millions of underrepresented students across the country. I will share with you some statistics. Um, so as a country, each year we're doing a better job sending first-generation low-income college students to, to college. We're sending roughly 1.2 million to college each year. And then of those that we send, only half of them graduate, so roughly about 600. And then of those that do graduate, only about a quarter of them secure a strong first job out of college. And so if you think about that, you know, the statistics of one in four graduating with a strong first job is pretty disheartening. Uh, additionally, we have, you know, there's research out of the Brookings Institute, which indicates that if you are a first generation or a low income college student, when you graduate college with a BA, you are likely to earn 66 cents on the dollar compared to that of your peers from a high income background. And unfortunately, the gap widens mid-career with students who are from a low-income background earning 50 cents on the dollar compared to that of their peers from a high-income background. You know, that, those are the statistics that keep us up at night because we have really talented young folks who are going off to college. We want them to persist. And when they do, and they do graduate, it's critical that they do land a strong first job out of college. And, and another reason why that is so critical is because if you graduate out of college with your degree and you are underemployed, you are five times as likely to remain underemployed five years into your career. And so when you think about the scarring effect of that and the impact that that has on well-deserving, incredibly talented students in terms of their ability to close that gap over time, it, it, it's, it can be disheartening. And so the work that we do is really about helping students look at their college career in a way that allows them to gain the knowledge, the skills, the experiences, the networks, as well as the confidence to land that strong first job out of college. After hearing these statistics and realizing the scale of this problem, I found myself in the middle of a serious privilege check. I asked Vince to further explain the roots of this gap 
and specifically what factors make it more difficult for low-income first-generation students to find jobs out of college than their peers. This was his response. For many of our fellows who are first in their families to go to college, their families don't necessarily have similar networks compared to that of their peers from affluent backgrounds. So for example, one of our leadership coaches shared with me that he and his family are affluent and he shared that the ways that his kids secured internships at pretty big financial firms are conversations that he has with his friends and they exchange opportunities with each other for their kids to be able to take on those internships. And so if you're a student from an affluent background and you have your internships mapped out for you through your college career, then that gives you such a competitive advantage. And for our students who don't have that similar access, that puts them at a disadvantage. And so part of our work is to help close that gap. I would also say from my experience of being a K-12 administrator, for many of our students who are, are first in their families to go to college, there's also this really strong focus of, I have to do well when I'm in college. I have to have a strong GPA. I have to really focus on graduating in a set amount of time. And so there's a lot of pressure that does exist. And so they may not necessarily prioritize different opportunities to build out their networks because it may not necessarily seem part of their focus or the track to help them get out of college on a certain time frame or it may adversely impact their GPA. And so they may not necessarily be maximizing different experiences that they can bring to their resume that can help open doors for them in the future. And of course, because Vince really is someone who saw a problem and devoted his life to solving it, I had to ask the question, what advice do you most want to share with young people who want to make a change? And this was his advice. I mean, it's two things that really come to mind for me. One is identify a mentor or someone in your life who has navigated certain experiences that you may be navigating. Build that mentorship, learn from that person so that you can grow yourself. The other piece that I would say is get involved. So involvement could look a variety of different ways. You can get involved with being a mentor yourself to someone younger. You can get involved in other volunteer programs or you can you know, demonstrate through activism, whatever that looks like. But the two things that I would just say is make sure you have a strong mentor or someone that you can trust and learn from. And then also get involved in the way that makes the most sense for you, the way that lights you up, the way that truly inspires you around a specific cause. I want to quickly highlight one of the points Vince made. When you are looking to make a change, it should be in the way that lights you up and the way that truly inspires you. For Vince, this meant leaving his teaching and administration career to become the Newark Executive Director of Braven, where he has been able to create opportunities and improve the future for thousands of college students. Everyone's form of activism doesn't have to be this drastic, but it is especially inspiring when you hear stories like Vince's. 
Whether it's a problem in our society that keeps you up at night, or an exciting solution to a problem that you feel like you could talk about for hours, find that cause that makes you tick, or that really pisses you off, and do something about it. Because change comes when you find the cause that inspires you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and you can connect with Braven on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at BeBraven. For more information about Braven, check out their website, which is linked in the description of this episode. If you want to talk about anything I mentioned, please reach out to me by email at lily at bethechangepodcast.org or on Instagram at bethechangepodcast. Tune in for my next episode, but until then, be the change you wish to see in the world. Bye, guys.